This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, y'all? This is your host, Hussein Nasser from iGeometry Podcast, where we discuss software engineering by example. I hope you guys having a great Memorial Day weekend. And I made a new video on my YouTube channel that I think it is, fits really nicely as also as a podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy it. This is the differences between get and post in details when you should use an HTTP get versus an HTTP post. Hope you enjoy this uh, audio recording. Really, it is a video, but I think it fits really nicely as an audio as well. So enjoy and I'm going to see you on the next one. are the most popular HTTP methods used on the web. Each carries its own differences and properties. It can get really confusing sometimes to choose when to use POST over GET if you're a web developer, right? And uh, in this video, we'll explain the differences, use cases, and the benefits of using GET versus POST. This is coming up. Guys, if you're new here, welcome. My name is Hussein, and in this channel, we discuss all sorts of software engineering by example. Uh, so, if you want to become a so better software engineer, consider subscribing, check out the other content in this channel. And with that said, let's just jump into the video. So, the first thing we need to discuss is actually what are these Git and Post? These are nothing but requests, HTTP requests. And the anatomy of HTTP requests are actually mainly for components. So, the first part is the URL, I'm requesting to fetch twitter.com. I'm requesting to uh, create a new tweet, twitter.com slash create, right? So this is the URL or the URI. So the universal resource identifier slash link. The second part of a request is, what kind of method do you, do you send to the server? Is it get, is it post, is it put, is it delete? Is it options? Is it head? So there are a lot of methods in, in each of this request type. Yeah. So headers is the third part of this. Is, that's another part of the HTTP request. And these are like a content type, for example. What kind of content are you sending me to uh, through this request, right? Or uh, cookies, for example, is another part of headers. There are a lot of other headers you can check in the DM page. Body is the fourth part, and some methods have bodies, some methods don't. And body is actually where the content lie, right? If you, you want to send me, if you want to upload a file, for example, all this file chopped up and goes into the body, and this is getting sent to the uh, to the server essentially. 
right some methodonios body we're gonna talk to this uh, in a minute now so four parts url method type headers and body so memorize those because we're gonna use them in the next slide because we're gonna talk about when to use git versus post and these are there are a lot of properties that we need to talk about in order to really as a web developer know what is git and what is post even a back-end developer need to know these things because at one point you're going to build a web server right so you're going to configure the web server you're going to understand these two things okay so the first thing we're going to do is body git does not have a body right versus post does so when you try to send data that means you're just now you're limited to how much data you can send to the server through get request right and uh, to understand this like there's the only part that you can send data in is actually the first part we discussed is the URL and that's it so you if you want to send request like get request you're querying the uh, the server like google.com for example you say you're going to do a search uh, google start adding these url parameters at the, the url like q equal the search term right and these are the only place you can really send data through get it everything goes through the url if you want to send information it goes to the url you don't have it a body unfortunately post on the other hand you can send as much data as you want you have the entire url plus the body so both have body get doesn't data request limit because git only uses the url there is a limit to the url length obviously and that guys is this is 2048 byte standardly but at the back end though some web servers have more limits on that right this like tomcat linux have i think 8000 something while iis information uh, the 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 web server i don't an internet information system uh web server for microsoft has this limit right 2048 and that's actually accurate limit i think in my opinion All right so there is a limit to how much data you can send through get right and this is very important post you don't have a limit you have the full 2048 plus the entire body you can send data in so you can you can just slam data in as much as you want data type since get only uses the url and the url you cannot put uh utf8 characters it's only ascii right and because you can only send ascii characters through yours you're kind of limited to what you what kind of data you can send so if you are making a request and you want like, to send some uh, localized this like arabic or japanese then you might want to use post instead okay and uh, and just put it in the body instead of the get right safe so what does that mean right is get is safe and post is not okay what does that mean so safe is not what really what you think here it's not like unsecure right safe is the definition of a, a safe http method is a method that does not change the resource that is requested so for example if i go to google.com i'm not changing that resource if i am requesting my user profile right in twitter slash profile or instagram i'm not really changing anything i didn't update my name or anything i'm just asking hey give me my profile right so that is called a safe method post on the other hand by definition changes the back end 
because post the definition of post is hey i'm gonna post something now i'm posting a new blog post or creating a new entry like creating a new to-do list right everything that has to do changing the server right so that's a post that's the definition of post obviously guys you can break these rules as a developer but it's good to follow these rules because browsers are built on these rules and they optimize their fetching and caching based on these rules so if you're not following the rules your web application will suffer as a performance right so get only reads post changes right that doesn't mean post cannot read post also reads right and we're gonna come to that as well so safeness get a safe post is not safe because it changes the backend and that will bring us to our other point which is item potency so what, is, what does that word mean <laughs> it's a very computer sciencey word so item potency is the ability to make multiple requests to the same resource right without changing the request so they are identical right so if i make multiple requests to like i can make as many get requests as possible to my profile and nothing will change right it's kind of different than safeness post on the other hand if i make a post request i'm always changing the backend i'm uh, let's say creating a new to-do list like slash to do slash to do right i'm always every call to post i'm gonna change the backend uh this now sounds like it's kind of similar to safe, but it's not. So other method, there are methods that changes the back end, but they are item potent, right? Things like put, updating the, uh, the profile, like I am gonna update my email. So if you send an email, hey, update my profile, so this is my new email. You can send this request as many times as you want because we're going to always overwrite your record with the new email, which is the same email. So it is item important. It didn't change the resource per se the second time, but you it is not safe because this resource has changed. Does that make sense, guys? So there's like a little bit of difference. Ask me in the comments question if you got that. I can explain more. Uh, because of the safeness and item potency, you can do caching and prefetching. So let's explain this too. Caching is the ability for the browser to keep responses coming coming back from the server uh, without making another request. And this is the very popular thing is e-tags. I'm going to reference a video here that we made a full videos on new e-tags and how they work. But essentially, in a nutshell, TLDR is you're gonna make a request if you make a request to uh, to a server and that resource return the profile for example right and the server returns some sort of, a, of an md5 or a hash or a sha and the client keeps that sha keeps that tag and then what is what does it do is like with every request to the same resource like to the same profile for example it sends that hey that's the last hash that I got from you, server. Tell me if it changed. If it changed, return a 200 okay, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and return the whole content for me. If it didn't, just return a 304 code, and I'll know. And 304 code means content not, not modified. And if the moment doesn't, it does that, 
the client knows, oh, or call, I'm gonna use the cached version. So that's caching in a very nutshell, right? But again, check out that video to know more about caching. Prefetching is the ability of, uh, especially with images, like the browser makes smart choices that, mm, okay, there are, there are like uh, the browser, especially with scrolling, right? So I can prefetch some of these resources and keep them on the server. Like this is without the client actually making this request. The browser makes the decision to prefetch these things and keep them locally, especially with images. When you scroll down, we only load images that we really need to see. And the browser will make decision to prefetch only things that the user will absolutely need, right? Obviously, caching and prefetching get are perfect for those because Again, it comes back to the safeness and item potency, right? Caching, because it's uh, because it's safe, I can make a GET request and cache that, right? With POST, you can never cache that, right? Imagine like sending a, a POST request to change your profile and this gets request and get cached. So the next time you update your profile, you don't get anything because, hey, I just cached your POST request. You just made the same request again. I'm not gonna change that. No, go ahead and update my profile. I need to set my privacy to, like, uh, I want to make my account private. Please do make my account private, but you just did. I don't care, right? So some requests cannot be cached. Some requests cannot prefetch. Imagine images are postable. Oh my God, you'll have the worst uh, uh, web experience ever. Bookmarkable. I guess this actually, this point comes back to this thing, right? which is the data request limit. Remember guys, all the get requests get sent through the URL. So you're gonna have a long URL with a long set of parameters and you've seen those guys, right? So if you copy that URL, bookmark it, and then visit it later, you're gonna get to the same page, more or less, right? And the reason is because the get Everything is in the URL. There is nothing in the body. So every, everyone sees this URL and the browser can just take the entire URL. You can make short URL. You can make tiny URLs out, out of them. Because of this property, because of GitHub, it puts all the data in the URL. And this is kind of powerful. It has its limits, obviously, of this 2048. But it allows you to bookmark them. It allows them to add them to history. It allows you to... Uh, keep keep those uh, make them short URLs and visit them later. So these are the ability of the gets. And another post point I wanted just make uh, to make just before we move on here. When you go to well, any browser www.google.com and you hit enter, this is always a get request. Almost all clients, all users, just make most of the time make get request because if you click on a link, it's a get. If if you click on a link hyperlink that's a git request if you visit a page it's a git request if you click on a button that executes javascript that might be a post you need to really look at the network and see how it goes but most users make git requests in general okay so get our bookmark uh, bookmarkable post obviously or not you cannot bookmark the url of like uh for example transferring a bank right you just transfer money that's a post request because you made a change right so that's why when you go to your bank and you say hey i want to transfer money and if you go hit back and you hit back the browser says by the way 
you just you want to rerun this post request which is like kind of transferring the money so if post requests were item potent and the browser just send it again you're gonna run out of money guys because the browser will just send the same post request and you will transfer the money twice that is horrible right that's why post you really need to be careful with post okay security i added a question mark i'm really on the fence because of this but essentially git is not secure not because it not because post is secured not at all <laughs> post is not secure by any means it's just git is less secure i i like that term like so, so it's less secure than post because if you if you like make a git request and you put your password then guess what guys get back come back to this one it will add it to the url because git has no place other place just then just sticking on the url so if you if you're sending a request with your password in it then it's going to show up in the url it's going to be bookmarked it's going to be added to your browser history it's going to be added to your i don't know if you made it into a tiny url everybody can see this right it's very visible where post kind of snake it in in the body so it's not as obvious it's not in the url but a very simple sniff can show you this data that's why you have to use https okay guys uh i think that's it for us today but in general if you if you want to make get request versus post ask yourself these questions uh, uh if your method or if your call is reading only most of the time you want to use get right because you want to cache this read request right but sometimes your git request have a lot of parameter and we have in our, especially in arcgis server and uh, the 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 arcgis platform in Israel, there is a lot of methods like trace that takes a huge amount of parameters like uh, trace for example trace takes a lot of information like a lot of knobs a lot of configuration they can configure your tracing uh, operation right so you can take you can specify the version you can specify i don't know properties you can specify configuration input you can specify a lot of data there so git does not fit this 2048 does not fit despite this operation being a read operation so even though it's safe and item important sometimes you cannot use git unfortunately because of the nature of your request the nature of your request makes you need to send a lot of data to the server uh, to 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 configure something right so so in this case you have to use post because of the limits thing that's that's the only thing right so another thing is if you're almost like changing anything in the server without any thought always use post right really depends if you're using put if you want to be fancy if you're updating a resource use put but most of the time post is just safe as uh, safe to use just use post and that you will if you're uploading a file obviously use post right because you're you don't really need to cache this information right you just uh, uh you're just uploading a file and just sending information over there's no limit if you want to send uh, binary data would upload as you as you said use post if you want to send json over use post you cannot use git unfortunately well you can put a json in the url it's kind of ugly 
but I prefer to use post because JSONs get to get large, get to get large and just put them in the body, right? So if you request making a huge request, most of the time use post, but if you want, you might want to change your API to make it almost cacheable, right? Because caching is good. So if you're sending a lot of information, maybe consider redesigning your API to kind of, I don't know, break it down into multiple APIs so you can send more information so you get benef the benefit of caching and e-tagging and prefetching and all that good stuff, right? Obviously, if you, if you need your people to bookmark a URL, obviously you need to use the uh, get. That's YouTube, for example. If you're gonna, imagine YouTube without the URLs of the video. You cannot go, you cannot bookmark a URL, or you cannot share it as, as in total uh, in social media, right? And the, the YouTube puts the tag of the video in the parameter, and then you've seen it, guys. Like YouTube.com/slash, and then I think V equal and some number, right? And that video URL, you can you can literally, if you're watching this on YouTube, obviously you can see that, and that it has some sort of a ID, and that ID is a get operation. It has to be get operation. There's no other way. If you don't use get, then you cannot share this URL. You cannot put it on social media. People can't get back to it. You cannot bookmark it. You cannot tiny URL it, right? You cannot cache it. Well, caching YouTube is kind of sketchy, but you, you can get you can cache certain information on the YouTube. Obviously, it depends of if it changed or not, as we discussed. But this is in a nutshell: get versus post, guys. So always ask yourself these questions. Uh, does my request have a lot of data? Yes. Use post. No. Probably use get. Right. And uh, if if it uh, if it's uh, if it's reading only, most of the time use get. Sometimes you have to use post if you're exceeding that limit. If you're sending a non ASCII only, you don't have insurance, you have to use post. If you're uh, if you're safe, uh, if, if your if your request changes the back end of any chance then use post if it doesn't probably use get right again you're gonna run into this limit of this 2042 you're gonna uh tread lightly as walter white says so item potency obviously caching and prefetching bookmarking and obviously security which is kind of eh, eh. all right guys hope you enjoyed this episode i am gonna see you in the next one you guys stay awesome <music>